Hey everyone, thanks for joining us for today. I want to start by reading today's psalm. So if you have your Bible or Bible app and want to follow along, turn to Psalm 139. Of course, if you're watching online, you can follow along on the screen. But we do have a few in our church family that like to listen via podcast. Shout out to Corey and Walter. But let me just encourage you that if you are listening via podcast and you're driving, don't feel the obligation to open up your Bible. But verse 1 of Psalm 39 goes like this. O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up, you discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it all. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Where shall I go from your spirit, or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me and the light about me be night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is bright as the day, for darkness is as light with you. For you formed my inward parts, you knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you. When I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written, every one of them, the days that were formed for me when as yet there was none of them. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God! How vast is the sum of them! If I could count them, they are more than the sand. I awake and I am still with you. Oh, that you would slay the wicked, O God! O oh, men of blood, depart from me. They speak against you with malicious intent. Your enemies take your name in vain. Do I not... Hate those who hate you, O Lord, and do I not loathe those who rise up against you? I hate them with a complete hatred. I count them my enemies. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any grievous way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Some scholars Call Psalm 139 a wisdom psalm, meaning through wisdom, this psalm teaches us about God. And like most psalms, it's also uh, showing us how to wisely respond to God so that we can find life. And this is a pretty straightforward passage that highlights the omniscience, meaning that God knows everything. The omnipotence, meaning God is all-powerful. And the omnipresence, meaning that God is everywhere. It, it highlights those characteristics. And understanding those truths can and should radically impact our lives. But did you notice the part that didn't talk about those qualities? 
it almost seemed like there was a section that didn't belong. Let me read it again, starting in verse 19. It says, Oh, that you would slay the wicked, O God. Oh, men of blood, depart from me. They speak against you with malicious intent. Your enemies take your name in vain. Do I not hate those who hate you, O Lord? And do I not loathe those who rise up against you? I hate them with a complete hatred. I count them my enemies. And when I am reading this part, I think, wait, wait, what, what just happened? Did, did I miss something? And there's a temptation to just ignore this part so that we can get to the end where it seems like the psalmist takes a chill pill, regains his composure, and he finishes with verse 23, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there's any grievous way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. The problem is, when we approach the text that way, we'd likely be skipping the key to fully understanding why the psalmist is writing. Because apparently, he's encountering people who don't believe the same thing he believes. And they are aggressively vocal about it. It has become clear to the psalmist that he doesn't fit in. Have you ever had that feeling where you've wondered or maybe you know that you don't fit in, that you don't belong? If you have, then you've likely responded in this moment of isolation by asking the question, does anyone care about me? I believe this is the question behind the writing of Psalm 139. And I believe it's a question that we are still asking today. Does anyone care about me? I mean, we see this kind of response in our social media. What do we do when we post something? We, well, typically, we go back to check to see if anyone liked it. We want to know, does anyone care about me? When the psalmist, who may have been King, King David, asked the question, he responded correctly by turning his eyes to heaven. And as he fixed his thoughts on who God is, he received supernatural answers to the question, does anyone care about me? Psalm 139 says, O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up, you discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all of my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it all together. You hem me in behind and before you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. As the psalmist thinks about God, he was reminded that God knew everything about him. He knows every movement. He knows every thought. He knows every place that we go. He knows our words even before we speak them. I love how verse 3 says, you are acquainted with all my ways. The sense is that God carefully pays attention to everything about me. The Hebrew word even speaks to a nurse that carefully attends a patient in need. Sometimes we ask the question, does anyone care about me? Because we wonder if anyone really knows us.
Well, the scriptures are clear that God knows everything about us. Why? Because he cares for us. But let's think about this in another way. Sometimes the problem isn't if people know us, but the fact that people do know us. Sometimes we fear people may not like us once they get to know the real us. And there's truth to this fear. Maybe you've heard the saying before, if people could hear our thoughts, we'd have no friends. I mean, honestly, that's kind of true. The prophet Jeremiah describes the real us this way. Jeremiah 17, 9 says, The heart, our heart, is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Another translation says desperately wicked. Who can understand it? And that being the case, we could modify the question to, does anyone care about the real me? And even then, the truth of God's word found here in Psalm 139 remains. God knows this private side of us and he still cares. He still loves us. Romans 5.8 says, but God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. God cares about us so much that even though he knows the terrible things that we have done and the terrible things that we have in our heart, even with that, he still sent his one and only beloved son to die for us so that we could be with him. I mean, what kind of kind of love is this? What manner of love is this? It is crazy. That's why verse 6 goes on to say, such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Because the reality is, is that most people get to know the real us and then run from us. Maybe you have requested someone to be your friend on social media and they accept your request. But then your social media page reveals things that they didn't know about you, things that they don't like about the real you. And all of a sudden, what do they do? They click unfriend or unfollow because they don't care for the real you. I have an eight-year-old autistic son and he sees the world differently than most. He responds to things differently. Honestly, he can respond a little weird sometimes. And because of that, he has a difficult time making friends. And it kind of breaks my heart because he is a great kid with a huge heart. And few, at least in, among his peers, few take the time to really know him. The other day, he was attempting to play with a bunch of kids, and I get anxious when this happens because I kind of know how it's going to turn out. And he disappeared for a while, and I thought, okay, maybe he made some friends. But all of a sudden, I see this group of kids running, but then I see Noel chasing after them. And I was within an earshot of them, and I heard Noel ask, why are you guys running? And they responded, we're running from you. And Noel replied, I thought you were my friends. And they said, no. And you can imagine that my heart was crushed. And the point of this story is, right or wrong, 
they got to know part of the real Noel, and they ran from him. And that's sad, but, but I have another story to share. In July, we went to San Diego to visit family. My, my family here in Connecticut went back home to San Diego, where we're from, to visit family. And I have a niece who is Noel's age. Her name is Ellie. And they were babies the last time they saw each other. And we met up with my cousin for dinner. And like always, I got nervous about Noel getting along with Ellie. But something special happened. I saw Ellie smiling and playing with Noel, talking to him, reaching for his hand and hugging him. I saw her running towards Noel. Even more, I saw Noel's face full of joy. And I said to my cousin, hey, Ellie is a special girl. I have never seen anyone embrace Noel like that. And he replied, yeah, God has given her a gift. She has the ability to make everyone feel included and loved. That day, she let Noel know that someone cared about the real him. And what I saw in my eight-year-old niece is what the psalmist reveals in verses 7 through 10, where he says, Where shall I go from your spirit? Or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. You know, people run from us because they don't know us or maybe because they do. But the wonderful thing about God is he knows everything about us and he still runs towards us. He wants to make us feel included and to let us know that we belong with him. And that's what Jesus, who is the perfect example of God's love, shows us. Jesus stepped off his eternal and holy throne. He humbled himself by becoming a man, and he ran towards us because he cares for us. I've always loved how the message translation uh, writes John 1.14 that says, The word, that is Jesus, became flesh and blood, and he moved into the neighborhood. You know, most people move out of bad neighborhoods. Jesus moves in so that he can care for people. And think about this. The psalm even indicates that God loves and cares for us so much that even when we run from him, he's going to track us down. In fact, since he is omnipresent, he is everywhere. There's nowhere where we can run from him or no place where he won't follow us. That's why David confidently wrote elsewhere, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Psalm 139 teaches that God cares about me even though he completely knows me. And this should impact our life. This should change the way we think about God. This should change the way that we think about ourselves. And just as a side note challenge, may we 
care for people the way that God cares for us. May we run towards the unlovable and the unwanted. Jesus said that we should become like children so that we can enter the kingdom of God. May we be like little Ellie in our love for people. All right, the psalmist goes on to add, verse 13, For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God. How vast is the sum of them. If I could count them, they are more than the sand. I awake and I am still with you. Having grown up in a big city like San Diego, big box stores like Walmart and Target and Costco, they were the norm. That's where we got everything. But moving to a small New England town like Glastonbury gave me a new experience. Here, there are much more small businesses, mom and pop shops, unique places where everything has a personal touch where you can experience special family recipes, where you can buy handcrafted one-of-a-kind products, where customers get the opportunity to form genuine relationships with the owners. And when the all-powerful God created humans, he did not mass produce us to distribute us at some sort of matrix-like Costco. No, he handcrafted each one of us. We are all unique, valuable, and beloved in his eyes. Therefore, the reason God cares about me is because he chose to make me. That's what verses 13 through 18 teach us. As the psalmist wonders if anyone cares about him, he remembers that God cares because God personally made him. And God has personally made each one of us. God personally formed us in our mother's womb. That's why Christians believe that all life is precious, even from the womb. And God has carefully planned our days. He's not a divine watchmaker who winds up the clock and then just lets it spin. No, he is personally involved in our lives. And because we are special to God, he thinks about us all the time. If you have ever wondered if anyone cares about you, remember that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are unique and valuable and special to God. And he loves you with an everlasting love. In fact, because God is omniscient, that means all-knowing, and sovereign, meaning he is in control of how everything works. The reason why you are hearing this message today is because he wants you to know this. He cares about you, that you are not alone. Rather, you are greatly loved. 
And so how can we respond to what we've heard? Well, let me share two ways. Number one, we started today discussing verses 19 through 22, where the psalmist was experiencing difficult things that caused him to wonder whether or not he fit in and eventually points him to God or remembering what God has said about himself. But the passage also teaches us other things. For example, the use of the word hate in this passage isn't describing a call for emotionally charged harmful actions, but in the biblical context, the the idea is the idea of separation. Like the psalmist is saying, I will completely separate myself from those who choose to separate from the Lord, which isn't suggesting some sort of... uh, hermit-like or or monk-like living, but rather saying, I am choosing to be loyal to God who cares about me. So how can we respond? Well, number one, we can give the God who cares about us our loyalty. We can choose to live for him. Now, the second way we can respond is by looking at these verses. Now, the final two verses of Psalm 139 actually repeat what verse 1 says. However, the difference, at least in the original language, is that in verse 1, where it says, search me and know me, it's written in the indicative. But verses 23 through 24, uh, the same phrasing is written in the imperative. And you might be like, what the heck is that supposed to mean? Well, I believe the sense is, is that since we know that God is caring for us in this way, we desire for God to continue doing what he is already doing. We know now more than ever that we need this kind of loving care that we're getting from God. And so our reply from our heart is, God, have your way with me. And so the second way that we can respond is to completely surrender to the God who cares about us. Or as Peter, who was one of Jesus' followers, said, Give all of your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. And so let me ask, do you need to do that today? Are there things that you are worried about? Are you wondering if anyone cares about you? And if you are, know that God loves you and he is running towards you with arms open wide. And also know that if you turn away from your sin and turn towards God, you will find forgiveness and eternal life. You're going to find life as it was meant to be. And that you will be able to lay all of your worries down and rest. Because God Almighty promises that he will take care of you because he cares for you. This is God's everlasting way of life repentance, faith, and surrendering to his lordship. It is an ancient but not outdated process. It's applicable to people in every generation because the same God created us all. Therefore, wherever you are at today, surrender your life to Jesus as Lord and Savior. Give him your loyalty today. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word Thank you for how it gives us life. And today we recognize that you are God. You know us, you are with us, and you love us. Today we surrender 
to your love. We trust you with our lives. We say, search us, O God, and know our hearts. See if there's anything evil inside of us and get rid of it. And lead us in your everlasting way that brings true life. Change us today. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining us for Church Online. If this was your first time, let me just say thank you for joining us. And let me also encourage you, please fill out a Connect card. Let us know you were here. We want to say hi to you. We also want to send you a gift. Also, if you have any prayer requests, would maybe like to know more about the River Church, or maybe you decided to follow Jesus today, whatever the case let us know, and the way that you can let us know that is going to riverchurchct.com and filling out a Connect card, or you can actually just pull out your phone, text the keyword TRC Connect to 94000, and you can connect with us that way. Have a great day. God bless you.